the garbage scene. I hate this scene. <laughs> this scene gave me nightmares. I'm pretty sure, like, I have some deep-seated fears <laughs> because of this scene. I forgot you're claustrophobic. I kind of think I'm claustrophobic because of this scene. I was watching it, and I'm like, I can't watch this. Like, I cannot watch this. Like, the part where Luke gets pulled under the water, and they're just, like, standing there. And then the walls close. I can't even talk about it right now. Like, ugh. I need to open the door. <laughs> I hate that scene so much. And I watched this movie when I was really young. I really think it's the root of my claustrophobia. I, oh my goodness. I hate that scene so much. Oh my gosh, I totally Oh my gosh. And why is there a monster in their trash? <laughs> so many. I, ugh. I hate that scene so much. Okay. We can move on because I can't talk about it anymore. Yeah, I have no notes. Um, I do appreciate. I do appreciate that they crawl on top of the garbage. <sighs> I really, yeah. Well, we're we're moving even... on. I have no notes for it other than um, I can definitely see why it would cause someone to be claustrophobic. Um, let's see. My next note is the fight between Obi Wan and Darth Vader. What's your note? Okay, we that fight is. It's iconic because it's when um, Obi-Wan dies. It's the end of Obi-Wan. Their best friends are talking. You know, they have a little bit of banter as far as, like, I've been waiting to kill you. I've been waiting for this for a long time. And he knows he's there. He, he has sensed him this entire time. He knows he's there. And so he's like, I've been waiting for this, and I'm ready. And then uh, Obi-Wan is like, oh, well, if you strike me down, I will become more powerful than anything. And and then Luke oh. uh, is like, oh, Ben, over there, you're fighting. And all of the all of the stormtroopers go over and watch them fight. And he watches them fight. And then Ben looks at Luke. <laughs> and then it's just like, I'm out. And disappears. And Luke has the <laughs> only reaction. <laughs> like, that's the only time that he reacts to somebody's death, and it's this old man he's only known for like five minutes. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes, I did have that. I forgot to write and it then, down because I just I thought I would remember. Then, but yeah, first of all, Ben looks over, and Darth Vader is like doesn't take the time to also look over at that moment and see what the old man is looking at that the prisoners are escaping. But then again, he was letting them escape because they were tracking them. So never mind, scratch that. But yeah, first of all, how traumatizing is it that someone looks at you and then it's just like, while looking at you, decides to give up life. And then Darth Vader steps on his robe. Yes. <laughs> He's like stomping on it like it's on fire or something. Because he doesn't know when he wins. And his lightsaber is just sitting there. Like now, now... Darth Vader has his lightsaber, the lightsaber that he kept losing all the time. I, it just, yeah. oh my god, like that fight scene between them, they're just kind of like poking at each other. And again, they're the way that they're holding the swords, it looks like the swords are heavy, and maybe they really are heavy. I don't know, but the way that they fight with them doesn't isn't the way that you would I think the props they had probably had a bit of weight to them because they did have like prop sword stick things in place until they went 
But they were, they were, yeah, that was so they knew the length. They were just, but they were skinny. They were like, foil. okay, so they weren't going to be very heavy. Okay. I was just trying to be like, maybe that's why, maybe they thought they would make them heavy and that's why they had them fight that way. Cause this is the first, th- I mean, think about it though. This is the very first lightsaber fight that anyone in the world got to see on screen. And it yeah. was poking at and it, like, and it looks cool. Yeah, it was poking at each other. But I mean, it looks cool as far as like it. The sound effect is cool. It, it just it's fine. Um, but yeah, Luke's reaction, the fact that he just disappears, he doesn't let Darth Vader kill him, which I kind of love. And but I also feel like it's another Qui Gon thing of you just kind of lose the mentor in the first movie. <laughs> why? <laughs> like, why do they keep killing these people? And why does, um, which is, yeah. just, that's a theme. That's a theme through all of Star Wars trilogies is find a mentor, take this farm boy out of, you know, Tatooine or whatever junker planet they're on, take them out, give them a guidance counselor person that is going to take them to the next level to on their Jedi training. Oh, and, then and also with Rey, she loses then, Han in, in Seven, which I know is the future, but like, you're right. The beginning of every right. trilogy has the death of a mentor. Also, yeah. the fact that Luke reacts so much with Ben. Now, one could say that it's like all of it's kind of coming together. It's coming to a head for him. It's like the straw that broke the camel's back. Like, first my aunt and uncle, and now this guy who was taking me under his right wing. But it just, it does kind of feel like, yeah, aunt and uncle who raised me dead. Got nothing for me here, I'll just move on. But Ben dies, and we see a reaction. We kind of see a bit of a grieving process. You see or hear one of those two, Leia, comforting him. And it's just like... Why? So it's so dismissive of the people who actually raised him. If he had known Ben his whole life because Leighton had, you know, been friends with the old man, like he was a family friend or something, I could understand it more. But like he he just knew him as like the crazy old Ben across the desert, something or other. um, Yeah, like he knew about him, but buddies he wasn't allowed to be buddies with them because Owen wouldn't let exactly him. yeah so it just it didn't make sense I wish the reactions not exactly reversed I wanted I would I would still want Luke to react to Ben's death but I would want the reaction we got or at least the level of reaction to be with the aunt and uncle and then a more shock I would say with Ben dying yeah like I'm fine with his response other than it's inconsistent with the rest of his responses. Um, So let's see my next one. So they, they get out, they escape and they know they're being tracked. Right. But they go directly to like the rebel base. Yeah. So well, Han is confident they're not being tracked. He says that he's like, not this ship, honey, but Leia is very sure that they're being tracked. She's like, it was too easy. They're tracking us. Um, they get to the rebel base. Now they know they have the plans, but what if they uploaded the plans and didn't find a weakness? What if they uploaded them and were like, well, 
it's impenetrable and they're on their way here. So every man for himself, good luck. Like it was lucky that, you know, obviously they found the weakness so quickly and they were able to get people up and filled in in time. Um, Also the timing with that whole thing is off. They were like one minute till, you know, rebel base is in range and then like five minutes of action happens and it goes back 30 seconds until Wibble Base is in range. Yeah, they didn't time that out well. No. Um also throughout this movie they call her Leah. Yes, I heard that. I thought it was Leia. I thought yeah her name is Princess Leia. Like everybody knows her name is Princess Leia. There is no Throughout the universe, no one thinks her name is Leah. But then I was watching it, and I'm like, they keep calling her Ooh, Leah. I have an answer for that. So they they changed it in the second movie. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe no. What happened? So I actually, incidentally, uh, I'm probably because I was watching a bunch of Star Wars stuff as research today, like a Mark Hamill uh, kind of interview. It's more like him just kind of talking about memories of the first Star Wars and the audition process. And he was saying, he, he remembered in the audition, he kept, everyone kept saying, is it Han or Han? Is it Chewbacca or Chewbacca and stuff? And they would ask George Lucas and he would be like, just say it however you want. Like, say it how you think you as your character would say it, how, how you feel it would be pronounced. I don't care either way. So they would call Han, sometimes Han, Chewbacca would be Chewbacca sometimes. So maybe they just... George was like, her name is Leia, but you say it however you want. And so everyone decided to call her Leah. So my name is Taya, and a recent ex-boyfriend of mine commented that my name rhymes with Princess Leia. And that's how he remember when we first met that my name was Taya. And now I feel like people are going to be... Like it, it, I can't use that excuse anymore because people call her Leah. 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 Tia. And my name is not Tia. <laughs> <laughs> and so I feel like, because I, I don't know. So I've always like, I don't know. I I was very shocked, and I was like, why are they calling her Leah? Her name is Leah. It rhymes with my name. <laughs> anyway, apparently it doesn't. Apparently it rhymes with Tia. <laughs> Um, the next one, okay, so the next one that I have, may the force be with you. Okay, so Luke has no idea what the force yeah. is at the beginning of yeah. this movie. Obi-Wan tells him what the force is. Then the briefer guy, like, and, and it, it's established in this movie that the Jedi ways, the force, all that stuff is ancient, old out-of-date religion, right? It hasn't been practiced for 20 years, which isn't that long time. Well, whatever. Um, Again, there should have been a longer gap between the three and four. But, like, so basically they're saying that this religion is obsolete. Nobody believes it. Nobody practices it. Darth Vader is the only one that even remembers it, basically. Everybody else that does is in hiding and doesn't do anything. But the briefer guy... Who's like, this is how we're going to, we're going to shoot in this hole and we're going to do this whole space. This is our strategy, like briefing everybody about the strategy to destroy this Death Star now that they have the plans. And then he's all, may the force be with you. (laughs) And I was like, wait a second. You just, throughout this whole movie, you've been establishing that nobody, nobody knows anything about the Jedi or about the force or about anything. 
And then he said it. And I was like, hey. And then Han Solo says it. <laughs> and I was like, what? Like, is Han Solo mocking it? Because he thinks that it was better to have a blaster than to have the force or, you know, like, and so is he mocking like with the for- when he says the force be with no, you? No, I think he was sincere. I, I think it was like the beginning of planting the seed of hey, he is gonna come back. He's in denial right now that he softened to Luke and to mm-hmm. the cause. Um, so I, it was like his first like he was actually trying to be sincere. Like, hey, really? Like, I want you to be safe. I want you to get through this. I want good things to happen to you. May the force be with you. Um, and I I also personally took. And this is a personal view um, about the Force and Jedi religion and stuff. That those who are rebels, like that, the Jedi knowledge and stuff was kind of passed down, and it's like a rebel thing to know about the Jedi's because they were like the antithesis to, to the Sith lords. And so, you know, some people who started the rebel rebellion, which would be Leia's adopted parents, who knew very well like the Jedi ways and stuff because they were very good friends with them and worked with them but they kind of passed down some of those beliefs or traits or phrases and stuff to kind of one as as unify people against the empire too to like identify each other as rebels if you know about those things so that's always how i thought of it so in the empire no it's not widely known it's not practiced but if you're a rebel you learn it um, because again, it's an antithesis to the Sith. Right. Antithesis? I don't um, think that's the right word, but you know what I mean. The enemy of the Sith. I know. Yeah. Um, so the next thing is kind of nitpicky, but they call him an R2 unit several times throughout this. They called the other robot that they that Luke was about to buy from the Jawas an R2 unit. So his name is R2-D2 in the prequels, which is the prequels fault. He calls the other astro droid an R4 unit. And then they call him R2 all the time. Like his name is R, like his name is R2-D2, but they call him R2 throughout the whole thing. If he's an R2 unit, (laughs) wouldn't they all be called R2? Like, why don't they call him R4 or D2? Sorry, R2-D2. Why don't they call him D2? Because that is the unique part of his name. Like R2 is his like surname, if you will. And then D2 is his identifier. And so why do they call him R2 all the time? Because all of the other droids, the R2 units would be called R2 units. They'd all be called R2 something. And so I don't, that's a nitpicky thing, but they keep calling him R2. And I'm like, if R2 is his unit and all of them are R2 units, they would all just be R2. But his nickname should be D2, not R2. Anyway, nitpicky, but it, it was, I noticed it. So I wrote it the down. Four. Um, and then I have two more. I, I only have two more. One is about the, um, okay, I have three more. I have, so one is about, I also have three more. So mine is about the strategy to destroy the, um, or to shoot into the whole for that to destroy the death. Okay, star. my note next note isn't until the battle. So yeah, it, it is the battle. So I'll 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 go. Yeah. All right. So their strategy, they send out all these little flyers and the and it and it works because they are not expecting these tiny little flyers to to be able to do any real damage to the Death Star. 
And so they they can't hit these small ships with the guns that are on there. So they send out um, or Darth Vader brings out his his fighters. They're little planes, little starships that come and shoot at the rebels. So the rebels that and only three only three ships from the Empire come out. So in the battle, three ships from the rebels fleet. So Luke's side, the good side, the rebel side, their strategy is to go down this little canyon and shoot a target and drop these um things these bombs basically they're uh torpedo type lasers or these bombs they're they're dropping bombs in this hole and they have to shoot them at precisely so they have to get this running start down this canyon and then shoot um into this little hole they send three ships at a time so the first three ships go down darth vader blows up one ship blows up two ships blows up three ships they send another three ships down there in the exact same formation, doing the exact same thing. And Darth Vader comes, does the exact same thing, blows up one ship, blows up the next ship, blows up the third ship. And then they send another set of three and they do the exact same thing. And I'm like, okay, you had nine ships. Why did nobody go behind Darth Vader and shoot him down? Like the same three ships came and followed you in this canyon why didn't the three that were supposed to be going next or the like go behind them and shoot them from behind why did all three of them stay in a cluster there was no point in them staying in a cluster it was a bad strategy because they don't have guns on the back of the the ships if they had guns on the back of the ships and it's a brilliant strategy but they don't the guns only shoot forward so why are they right next to the guy that's shooting the bombs? Why are they not behind him and shooting the guys that are behind you? I it doesn't I don't like it's like okay, I'm going to shield you by blowing myself up so that you can make the shot. That was their strategy. <laughs> was blow up the two people behind you, behind me and so hopefully I have enough time to make the shot. I'm convinced. And obviously it doesn't work. Yeah. And until Luke does it, and he doesn't use the computer, he uses the force. His friend almost, like, one of his fighters gets blown up, the other one gets hit, and Luke is like, take off, you can't do anything. Which, because obviously, because it's happened twice before, where Darth Vader just blows him up. So, Luke was right, you can't do anything, leave. So his friend leaves, and he's the only one left. He's about to get blown up, and but he's going a lot faster than the other guys did, and he makes a shot, and it's incredible, yay. They get away. And then there's a, an explosion that is very anticlimactic. It's just kind of a pop. And we already talked about how I really wish they would have changed the fire in the explosion, not just add a little blue ring that explodes out. Very anticlimactic. Yeah, that formation was really stupid. Um, I'm just convinced that the rebel has really bad generals and therefore really bad strategies for battles. Basically. That's my answer to that. Is that they're not trained military, so they're just kind of doing what they can. Is Darth Vader close enough to recognize R2-D2 in Luke's ship? 
Maybe that's why he blows him up. <laughs> Maybe. That was my question. I was just like, I didn't know if he was close enough to be able to see her or not. Um, after they come back and R2 comes down and he's all like shot and blown up and whatnot. And see, 3 people is like super, super concerned. We see just how much he cares for R2, really. And then, and Han and Leia... And Luke, at first, they, like, they make sounds of being concerned and stuff. And then as soon as the guy is like, we'll get to work on him right away, they're like, oh, okay, he'll be fine. Bye, C-3PO. And, like, walk off super happy, like, arms around each other. I just thought it was a really fast transition from, like, being concerned to suddenly not being concerned. But as we've noticed, their reactions to things like this are not the best. This is why they all get along and are friends. So, um. And then my very last note is for the very, very last shot or last scene of the movie. Do you have anything at all? Uh, no, mine is the very last thing. Chewie doesn't get a medal. Chewie was just as involved in rescuing Leia and helping with everything, and he doesn't get a medal. Um, Wookiees don't care about medals. How do you know that, though? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> research. I don't. We don't want to research. Maybe I don't know. Well, because he's the co-pilot, he wasn't the pilot pilot. But he in well, rescuing and, and Leia, he did Han just as much. Han didn't get a medal for rescu- rescuing Leia. He got a medal because he can't. He swoops in and shoots Darth Vader and saves Luke so that Luke can drop the bomb. Got a medal. I would have given Chewie a medal yeah. too, but I'm not the princess of there. Um, I do like, um, and this is something from the actor that played Chewbacca. This is my last note. Chewbacca gets the last word in the, the movie, and he was very proud of that. And he was not supposed to get the last word, but he did it on camera every take. And so he gets the last word in the movie, and it's you know his Chewbacca yell, which I will do, but cannot. But yeah, I love that he got he he got his way. He got the last word in the movie. So even though he didn't get the medal, he is the last thing you hear in the star in Star Wars: uh, New Hope. That's very true. I like that. And on that note, all right. So those are our thoughts on Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Thank you all for listening. This is Taya. This is Laura. And we are Your Little Sisters Productions. And this has been Star Wars Missed Opportunities.